Welcome everybody back to another Undisrupted podcast. I'm feeling very festive today, joined by my co-host, Mr. Adam. Adam, I had to have something. I knew you guys had some flair on, so I knew with the red glasses, I need to bring something shocking <laughs> with this red Baby Yoda ugly sweater that I absolutely love, and I haven't taken off in four days. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> oh, doing well, doing well. Trying to uh, stay COVID-free in these streets, and it's getting harder and harder as yes. we speak. The numbers are going up. For those of you that are listening, this is now December. We're into this last part of our season two podcast. And yeah, COVID's still rising rapidly. We're, we're, today's a big day. It's actually the day the electors cast their votes. A lot of stuff happening in our country. Um, but our opening debate has nothing to do with any of that. And this is all about, well, maybe it does actually have something to do with that. This is all about people who hate change. And specifically, when it comes to our role as tech leaders, they hate change, but they really love it when we change something and it just doesn't work. For example, about six, seven years ago, or 10 years ago now maybe, <laughs> I think we switched from what was called a Novell Groupwise email to uh, Gmail. The Noid. And the, yes, and, and man, if I, couldn't, if I didn't get called into an office so many times for my superintendent, like, I wanna be able to search by the last name and I can't do that now. And I said, well, yeah, it's true, you just type it in a search. Let's get rid of it, and I'm like, oh. So today, this morning, I know Google went out, and so I saw some text messages going back and forth. Adam, do you ever experience this when like someone's like, hey, you know, this is awful, and then you change it, and then something breaks, and they're like, see, we told you it was awful. Well, it was one of those things prior to everything. I was trying to get everyone to move over to OneDrive. I'm like, okay, let's stop using your staff share. Let's do this whole OneDrive thing. Let's get things working where you can sign in anytime, anywhere. Well, Adam, why would I want to sign into my stuff when I'm at home? I don't want to do that. Okay, no problem. And then, of course, the world comes to an end, and we all must get everything remotely. And everybody wants VPN access. And so I was like, no, no VPN. No, no. You know, you want to get your one stuff? Year. You want to have to come on site? <laughs> no VPN. One year. You're the VPN Nazi. Yes, that's the thing. It's, it's one of those things where change is, and I, I want to change to happen. You know, with all this technology stuff, we wanted the change to happen. But I feel like it's like at monkey paw. We got our wish. <laughs> Comes with the cost. But we got a pandemic to make it happen. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, the monkey tech paw. Directors, stop wishing. <laughs> hashtag monkey paw. I'm putting that in the notes. Um, with that, let's bring in our guest. This is Felix Giacomino. He's the director of technology at St. Stephen's Episcopal Day School in Coconut Grove, lovely Miami, Florida there. Felix, how are you doing, sir? Yeah. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. What's your take on that? You ever have that? You experience that as your role as director of technology? Okay. You ever change something and then people freak out after you've done it? First of all, I have to say, you just blew me back. I don't know how long when you said Nobel group wise. <laughs> wow. We had that thing That's forever, man. Going back. I, I just I just could picture the red N and the little globe yes. and group wise. And oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Like the Netscape yeah. logo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's like I'm mixing those two in my head right now. Um, uh, of course, I think that's what our roles revolve around is change, obviously. But I, I love analogies, right? So when people have problems with stuff like that, I just, I'll go way back technology like, oh, look at that. They just came out with a new air conditioner that could keep your room a lot cooler. Oh, can we get it? Well, no, it's newer. It's better. Why would we do that? Let's stick to what we've got, you know, and, and I like making those kind of in your face sort of analogies to get the point across. I think that's a, I think that's a good way to get people to kind of wake up to some of the changes out there. And yes, when it's happening to people, they don't experience it, but then later they go, Oh, I can never go back after you've switched them. Right. That's the thing. Right. 
So, right. and as the tech director, once you've done it enough times, you know that there's always that period of resistance and you just kind of like let the people talk and then know that on the other end, hopefully, if things go well, um, everybody will be on board. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the hardest things you run into with, with those changes in technology is dealing with the, because we know we're going to have those issues. And, and anyone who has experienced change, you know you're going to have issues. Um, you know, whether you start talking about your change in, in, in marital status, uh, you're getting married, there's a whole lot of change. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is lovely, but it's like you snore. Not my wife, but other people's wives. Um, you know, those are those things that you have to deal with with, with change. <laughs> But you know that is what that's what we get as as decorators people who are leading the change. We understand that there will be some growing pains. There's going to be some days where Google's not working, where Zoom's experiencing. Does that happen <laughs> today? Yes. Yes. It has, so for people listening later on, yes, it happened today, and it was the sky was falling. The sky was falling for 22 <laughs> minutes. The sky was falling. Yeah. 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 So, and then going back to email, just one other thing that I remember is when we did do the switch from uh, Exchange slash Outlook to Gmail about 12, 10, 11, 12 years ago, uh, I had like two users who said, I saw that there's a way to keep using Outlook with Gmail. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to tell you you can't do that. I am going to tell you I'm not going to support you when it doesn't work. Yeah. So, and, and they did it for a month. Total tech, direct, total tech director line, by the way. I love it. I do it too. I was like, right. I mean, you're more than welcome. Yeah. We will not support you or spend any time or energy on it. But if you want to keep that printer of yours in the back or that, that Raspberry <laughs> Mac, iMac in the back of your room running that still works somehow, that's fine with me. Sure. Uh, so we always I like to start- run Oregon Trail on it. <laughs> we always like to ask a fun question to start too, just kind of an off the wall one. So Felix, I have to ask you this in all seriousness. What's it like having as a parent at your school? <laughs> <laughs> but what or are you like, allowed to share? Uh, um, so, so her her kids uh, graduated last year, so she's no longer around. Oh. But um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, actually, the glimpses uh, were just far and few in between. But you know, very supportive parents, both she and um, yeah, uh, very supportive, very um, uh, responsive. Uh, they they do have you know help. Uh, for the kids, because I mean, obviously, with their schedules, right, they're all over the place. Um, but you know, we have others as well that are kind of in the same field, uh, whose dad is always touring and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's, it's cool. We had we had McConaughey awesome. we had McConaughey in our school for a couple of years, and that was oh, that's right. here in Austin. And then Adam, who's the most famous person you have in your school? I mean, uh, present company. I mean, but uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say Adam. Yeah, maybe Adam might be the number one answer there. Ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> Let my kids tell it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, you want to kick off the next? Yeah. Yeah, with, with all the stuff we've had going on this year, you know, we we joked about Google issues. I know we had Zoom issues, uh, Microsoft. You name it. There's been all kinds of crazy things that have happened this school year. And that's in with schools and even with people in the private sector. Um, so can you tell me, you know, how has this year gone for you? And were any of those issues, things that you kind of uh, saw coming and made a plan to kind of, you know, get around or you just kind of power through them? So all things considered, I have to 
I'm really glad to report it's been quite smooth. And I think the reason for that's been, I've been trying to get, okay, so going back to my mention of exchange and outlook mm -hmm. um, and getting off of that, I wanted to get Gmail, why? Because it's in the cloud, because it's out of my hands. I don't need to run the servers. I don't need to do it. So currently as of right now, I have zero servers running um, at our school. Everything's nice. cloud-based. Oh. And oh, well, the exception would be a NAS, right? Mm -hmm. So for somebody who doesn't know, a network is attached storage, right? So a little box, just because, and even then, now I have to consider, do I even need that anymore? Now that we're at up to a giga, gigabit speed. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna go faster, right? By having something like that internet. Other than that, everything is up on the cloud. And because of that, that's what's led, uh, lends itself to just make this um, a pretty easy transition. Um, the other thing that helps is uh, I had gone to securely for the iPads mm -hmm. before all this happened. So it, <laughs> a lot of stuff that I was putting into place by getting everything up in the cloud and remotely managed happened to just really work out for this. So uh, kids are home and uh, fourth grade teachers say, could you please put stack the states on all the fourth grade iPads, boom, 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 done. Uh, so, so that's been very helpful. And that's one of those things that I think a lot of us tech directors that were future thinking, or I'm not gonna say future thinking, just trying future ready. to get stuff, yeah, future ready. Ready. <laughs> I figured it there. Most of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to get things there. That's a catchy we, phrase. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It should be an organization called, I mean, maybe a bunch of schools could get ready the future <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> yeah it really put us in that position where if you are as you said thinking about getting things onto the cloud thinking about virtualization you may maybe you didn't have all things in place but those districts who are thinking along those lines were ready to kind of ease into that transition and this year wasn't you know throwing everything out the window because you hadn't figured it out you already kind of had a system in place whether you're doing you know, cell phones and all these other kind of things where you didn't necessarily have to be sitting in your office to be a, a working uh, school system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I know of schools that were using other uh, third party or sorry, not third party, but like other methods of video conferencing, right? It seems like so many people just settled on Zoom. But there was Google Meets, and then there's this this one school up in Jacksonville was using Big Blue Button. Have you even heard of Big Blue Button? Yeah, only once. <laughs> Oddly enough, yes, because it's yeah, right. You have it exactly, and it functioned <laughs> the way you think it might function. And that same school uh, <laughs> asked their teachers to upload all their instructional videos to their school server. Imagine that. So you've got teachers using everything from you know, their laptop camera to an iPhone 11 on high quality. So you have gigs and gigs that teachers are trying to get to the school's server. That's bad enough in itself. Now tell 1,200 students to access those files all at the Ooh. same time. Needless to say, <laughs> it was only a matter of time before YouTube and Zoom uh, saved the day. Yeah. Why, why would we try? What? And then there's... Um, Sorry, because something, another thought just came into my head is about um, how safe is it? Is it safe and security? We, we need to have this. What do you think you can do at your school that's safer than what Google or Amazon Web Services or something like that has to offer, 
right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it's kind of like the weakest link, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's, whether it's on your campus, whether it's up in Google's cloud, uh, it's really up to you and how you, how you implement all that. Yes, and I, AWS, another sponsor of the show. Um, and so I'll just drop that in there real quick. But yeah, the, I think the one-to-one was another one. We talk about the forward thinking, not just going things in the cloud. And Felix, you were one of the first schools that I can remember. I mean, we were doing our one-to-one at about the same time. I want to say 20, 2010, 2011. Yep. I know that one-to-one had been around for a while with <clears throat> yep. the laptops in Maine. And they like to tell us about that every time they get a chance. But um, <laughs> You started with iPad 2? Yeah, iPad 2. Remember with the camera? Yeah. iPad 2 with the camera, right. It finally got a camera. Okay, now, yeah, that's when, when we started. Yeah, and I think and, that... and, and because we had so many schools wanting to visit an elementary school using iPads, it was having all those people visit us that kind of led to the birth um, of Miami Device. You know, is... if, 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 if the visiting schools were the mother, then iPad Palooza was the father because it was really a combination of the inspiration of iPad Palooza. And I got to give props to Tony Vincent also yep. for the more mobile learning one that he was doing around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience going to those conferences, plus people visiting our school said, hey, we could kind of have people visit our school, see what we're doing. And at the same time, you know, uh, make a conference out of it. And, and it, that conference was learning a learning event. As, was, was a very beautiful, yes, that was a beautiful child, that learning, that learning event. So that brings us to, speaking of conferences, so Adam and I had a, a pre-ISTE episode that was out a few episodes ago about the death of the conference or the rebirth or whatever you want to call it of the conference. Yeah. And now that ISTE's passed, Adam and I actually did a session together and there's some good that came out of it, I thought. There's some things that you probably tweak. What do you think? I mean, is, it, is a conference dead, Felix? Or I mean, you as someone who's run an event, for several years, I mean, what do you see as like the next iteration or the phoenix of the next conference rising from the ashes? Yeah, it's something I think about a lot. Um, listen, I think there's a lot to be learned with from what's happened, right? Um, I know several people who signed up for ISTE and had planned to go, but it just, they couldn't attend. Right. Um, what's going on at my school right now, um, and I think maybe we were gonna talk about this later, but I'll just jump into it now and give it a multi uh, and, faceted answer is um, there are, we are hybrid for just the students that are remote, obviously that makes sense. So there's some students, I mean, we have students out in Mauritius. Do you know where Mauritius is? I did, I honestly, I didn't know where Mauritius was. Somewhere other than Miami. Okay, so there's Africa, west of, East of Africa is Madagascar, and east of that is Mauritius, and it's this big, but it's a beautiful island. Wow. Anyway, we have a student who, uh, and it's like a ridiculous, maybe six or more hour, eight hour time difference. So we have a, a, a student eight hours ahead, and we have a student in California, so that's a good three hours behind. Like um, I mean, there are- it's, it's going everywhere, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and I have no idea why I just said all that. Um, we were talking about conferences and then <laughs> but the hybrid and, and everything else. With that. Yeah. Okay, hybrid, hybrid, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, so yeah, hybrid, um, that's the biggest challenge. And that's the challenge I'm seeing and hearing everywhere, right? I think if we took and asked teachers, what's the most difficult part of this is anybody who has to teach in person and have students zooming in at the same time, that I think takes the cake on most difficult. Um, obviously, everybody likes to be in person, first and foremost. If you can't do that, then all remote 
is a second, but way down at the bottom is having to do that. And I've seen teachers, okay, with their laptops in one hand and coming up to the smart board and doing this and trying to get it right. And, and then of course, you wanna include the students. How do you show a video? Audio is, an, uh, is another echo. problem, okay? Yeah. I've got a, yep, echo. If you have students tune, tuning in and feedback, um, the it's a mess. And, and yes, yeah. teachers are getting much better at it. They, they are way, way better today than they were at the beginning. Um, and, and that's just where we are with, with the, the hybrid model. So going back to your question about uh, conferences, um, there's something to be learned right there, right? And something that 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 we might be touching on. But then again, suppose this uh, vaccine is very successful and by the time uh, fall rolls around, we're all as back to normal as we'd like to be. Um, will we address these issues again? Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. and what, and I look at it that now that we've open the Pandora's box of shutting things down and doing this whole virtual thing, it's, it's on the table now. Anytime we yeah. have something, uh, you know, a flu outbreak that's, Weather. you know, pretty bad, um, we're going to have some type of shutdown or virtual, you know, snow days are gone. I, I saw somebody posted on, I don't know what yeah. platform yeah. it was. It was like uh, Google being out of the new snow Nicholas day. Ferroni. <laughs> Nicholas Ferroni. Nicholas right? Ferroni. Yeah. It's a snow I day, mean, no Google. I think it was him. You know, but that's, right. that's where we are now. And you brought up a good point about the, the hybrid model where teachers are, or whatever, whatever um, name we're going to make it up, where our teachers teaching kids virtually and face-to-face, -face, that's, that, that's crazy. And I, I think a lot of that comes from the people who planned virtual learning aren't the people who understand how digital learning works. Uh, we were trying to put the traditional teaching into a digital digital box, even this whole synchronous where everybody's getting on Zoom at the same time, you're saying with the time zone difference, it's crazy. Or in some cases where we have older siblings watching younger siblings because parents had to work, how can they be in their meeting at the same time when they got to watch their five-year-old sister or brother and their ninth grader in high school? I mean, it's, you know, right. family structures. You know, I don't think everyone really thought about all that, um, but it, it was comfortable is going back to our initial question about change. Yeah. It was very comfortable for a lot of people um, because it was okay. Eight o'clock till three o'clock. They're going to be in school. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that also that raises up some, some equity questions too, that I know that Adam and I have asked a lot of folks on the show, you know, just in terms of that. I mean, I, and I know, it, so you've got kids in time zones and both different sides of the planet. I mean, how are you, I mean, I mean, obviously your school, you have access to some resources and those students do, but I mean, you still, I mean, there's still some equity issues when it comes to that, right? Like, how do you, how do you tackle that? Um, so for the girl that's out in California, because since, you know, our, what's called morning meeting is when all four groups come together, because something I didn't say is that we split our grade, which we just went to a co-teaching model where we took all the grades and put it in one larger learning space, okay? So up to 40 kids, there's so 40, 44 kids into one learning space with three teachers, new co-teaching model. We started, launched it last year and all of a sudden, now we have to split up in that large cohort of 44 down to nine to 10, 11, right? So now we've divided into four. We only had three teachers. So now we're pulling special area teachers 
okay, to, to do all this. Yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Um, so how are we doing it? Um, for the students out in California, you know, uh, they make sure that morning meeting is recorded because, you know, you can't ask, expect a eight-year-old, nine-year-old to, you know, log in at 4.30 in the morning for morning meeting. Uh, so, but they can record it and watch it afterward. Of course, then they can't be live and, and, and give input, uh, live input. And then the kid in Mauritius, it's like, you know, good morning. It's like, oh, oh what are you having for, for breakfast? No, this is dinner, right? Because <laughs> it's like so much Nighttime. later over there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it is. What do they, what do they have for dinner in Mauritius, though? Now I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Lemur. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to move it, move it. <laughs> I, don't um, I don't know. But, but later. I, I, I yeah. will send you some pictures of Just Google Mauritius and you'll see what I did while you were talking. So. I already looked it up. I'm totally figuring out how to get there. It looks amazing. I had to get the spelling right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there you have it. I well, like that idea, though. You're chop, that? chopping it up between, yeah, you have to kind of hybridize even the learning model of the in-person video yep. versus the synchronous, the asynchronous video. So you give that, I like that as a change, too. Yep. yep. Well, let me, um, Something else that's different that. this year is uh, we always have a, a gala, right, like a fundraiser thing, mm -hmm. uh. um, only for the parents. But this year, because, well, we can't mingle, it's going to be a drive-in uh, movie movie drive-in, and it's going to be family included. So that's kind of nice. I do want to kind of follow up on that one a little bit. And I'm just going to throw this one out there to you. So what's the pasta? I see the puzzle look there. Yeah. So what sticks oh, after all this is done? Nice. So, you know, we have all this going on, all the blended virtual, all the synchronous, asynchronous. What sticks when all this is done? Oh, yeah, now, right? Got him. You got him. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot. So... Let me not think of the classroom right now for a second. Um, from an oh, yeah. admin perspective, um, now there's like no excuse to not be in a meeting or be able to, oh, I'm out, so I can't attend this meeting. Oh, yeah, you can. Here's the Zoom link. <laughs> so that's, I think, is going to stick. Um, but now teachers are much better at the tools available to them, right? Where before it's like, eh, yeah, Google Classroom, whatever. You know, I could always do it this way because students were always there. I think that's going to stick as well. Just the digital resources. Students are absent. No more excuses. Um, one thing we did have an issue with or, you know, we're struggling with is if a student's out because they say they're sick or whatever, do you allow them to come in remotely? Because we were very strict, like, listen, you have to choose remote or not and stick to it. None of this back and forth. Okay, first of all, it's not COVID friendly mm -hmm. to do so. Um, so. So choose one or the other. And then now we're getting students like, oh, well, you know, they, they've learned not to say, yeah, I didn't feel like coming in today. So I thought I'd remote because they know that they won't be let in. Um, but it's also to kind of keep things under control and not let parents, I think, have a newfound appreciation. So something that'll stick is parents understanding of everything that goes into this and um accountability especially for the older kids you know yeah. on, on, on making sure that they show up and and, and do the work because there are students that um turn on the zoom and two seconds later they just you know kill their camera 
Yep. They're not. Oh, they're never gone. to be seen again. <laughs> we and hear it's a like, voice. Felix, where are you? Felix, <laughs> where are you? Felix, where are you? And nothing, nothing. You don't get anything from them. So, so the communication with the parents to get that um, done is something that uh, is is new, right? Mm-hmm. We've never. The parents always knew if the child was absent. We're elementary, right? So right. parents always knew if the child was absent. Uh, now, although the student might be in front of the computer, now they're finding out that they were absent because of the lack of, of you know, being engaged in the, in the class. It makes me think about all those times that kids were actually in class physically, but probably absent too, you know, staring out the window or, <laughs> yeah, going somewhere. I mean, but we could see them physically. So therefore, in the state of Texas, we're going to count them as completely oh. present in the learning of the day. But that's a whole nother right. podcast for another time. I do agree with you. Yeah. The, the, we pull back the curtain. Especially on when the kid's like this, he's like, yeah, like the teacher's like talking about some horrible story yeah, that the, they're reading. The history of the massacre you know, the of grandma Mauritius. Just died. Yeah. Right. <laughs> grandma just died and the kid's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so can tell like, yes. the lemur, like, the lemur no. massacre of Mauritius is never covered in class today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> We, uh, we always like to kind of wrap up the show and, and, you know, a lot of us have been faced, we've all faced with a lot of different things this year. We've all had our different challenges that we've kind of gone through in terms of schools and school leaders. Um, but we want to uh, have our listeners out there get a little bit of encouragement of different things that, what's something you could share with them to help keep them undisrupted? Hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Um, you, First of all, when Carl you've questions. been through that. a lot. <laughs> you, first of all, you've been through a lot and y- y- you're still here. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're not a stinky educator. It's because you care. You care to learn more. You care to hear what others have to say. So you're, you've done a lot of the right things. And if you rewind back to February and compare what you know now, at least from a technological perspective, um, I, I, I can't imagine anybody saying I know less or I know the same. Definitely you have grown and um, hopefully this isn't gonna last a lot longer. So I say, you know, just, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, lift up those who are doing things to help, okay? Um, you know, we know that we could all use positivity, okay, instead of anything uh, more negative. I've always said whenever I do sessions on social media, but mostly on Twitter, it's like you don't find bad teachers on Twitter, right? You don't find teachers just sitting there complaining for the most part, right? You just find teachers who care, uh, teachers who are there to uplift others and share ideas and um, just that they're in it because they, they care. Uh, and they and they and they like to do it. So, uh, if you're not on Twitter, come on, come on in. It's it's the the water's nice. <laughs> Says the guy in Miami, where if, uh, if it's 60 degrees, it's a cold street. Oh man, you should have seen it. It, it, it got into the like the mid 60s the other day here. What? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. We almost canceled school. This is not a joke. As a matter of fact, if you take a look at my girlfriend's, don't do that now. If you take a look at my girlfriend's, um. Twitter, uh, not Twitter, or Instagram. I don't know if she posted or not. She she's, was going to her, already did. Is only in Miami do you get a dress down day because of the cold weather and have students show up like this and like this. So, right, we got a big influx of uh, students, by the way, from New York, right? 
a lot of people moving out of New York. A lot of them landed here in in, in Miami, Coconut Grove area. And so we got a lot of, and sure enough, dress down day, you could wear your jeans and jacket. And you had the kids showing up in shorts and t-shirts and you had other kids basically in parkas. So <laughs> now that, that's interesting to see. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on our podcast. And I, I, I do want to ask you this question. Where can people like find you? I mean, you know, plug yourself. They want to find out more about you. They want to follow your girlfriend and check out the, uh, the picture she's posting. Not her pictures, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? On, on Instagram, you know, <laughs> where can we find you? <laughs> right. So just my name, right? So just Google me, Felix Chocomino. Uh, my uh, Twitter handle is fe at Felix Chocomino. And my, uh, Instagram, I'm just Chocomino. So uh, there's not too many of us, just me and my dad. So um, I'm, I'm just Google me. You'll yeah, find me like Dan Levitar, you know, you and Poppy. You know? Yes, <laughs> that's a show. Get you and your dad on a show. That would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, that might be interesting. <laughs> thank you for joining us. And for our listeners out there, be sure to subscribe and give us a review. We'd appreciate it. We might even give you a shout out on a future show. Still waiting for a few of those. We've got a few more reviews in there just recently when I checked. Um, this has been the Undisrupted Podcast brought to you by Future Ready Schools. He's Adam and you can follow him at AskAdam3. And he's Carl and you can find him at Mr. Hooker. And remember, we are better together. And we are better undisrupted. undisrupted. This podcast is made possible by the generous support of Amazon Web Services.